to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. you bloomers we are back with a another exciting episode i am ambersia matthews and with me is my super awesome amazing co-host alexa <laughs> we're running out of adjectives i was just thinking that get out of my somebody head. get us a thesaurus quick <laughs> <laughs> quickly quickly please google um, search hey what's up man hey what's up woman Woman, woman. Oh, that makes me feel like Wonder Woman. I like that. Mm-hmm. Whoa, man. Whoa, um, man. Yeah. What's up? How are you? I'm, I'm really doing really good. You. Yeah. I feel like I've had like a wave like last night and today of like excitement, energy, Same. and just like happiness, and just like life is awesome. Same. Yo, same. And it's weird because like there it, – it definitely feels like it's like waves of it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, and it's funny because I actually read a – oh, I watched a Lee Harris's energy report for February and mm-hmm. he was talking about how like three things were going to be happening and one of the things was like – I forget how he phrased it, but he was essentially saying like intense, open-hearted waves of love, like just feeling like, oh my, like love, like in a way, just, he's like, you're just going to have moments where you just feel amazing and you have no reason to. And I was like, that's cool. Or you have every reason to. Yeah. Oh, you have, (laughs) that is the only, you have a million reasons to, you just block them out 99.9% of the time. (laughs) Exactly. Like every now and then I have just these moments of like (laughs) ultra spiritual or you have every reason to. Yeah. Or you have. I was like, oh my gosh. You. Okay. Great. <laughs> um. <clears throat> cool. Well. Um. So today, as promised, we are going to talk to um the god of Atlantis. I think is is that what he likes to be called? Thoth. Um, Thoth. Yeah. And he's my he, man. Yeah. He's my man. <laughs> Thoth is – it's like we got to make new t-shirts. It's like Thoth is my homeboy instead of Jesus. Yeah. yeah Thoth like is that. totally our man. He's our main man. I, I mean, sorry, John, but <laughs> Thoth is just like that cool uncle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thoth is the cool uncle, John. He's like, I'll tell you whatever like you want to know. Vibe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like yeah. John is like the dad who's like, now, now, children, like – yeah, everybody calm down. And Thoth and is like, oh, what? Like, don't tell John. Yeah, don't tell John, but I got you. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, alcohol, don't tell your dad. Yeah. 
Um, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk to him again. Ambie's gonna connect with him, and we're gonna talk about Lemuria, which, as far as I know, was the a civilization of an, another lost civilization that was that predated Atlantis. Um, that's what I know about it. I'm not even positive that that's actually correct, but it's a, it's it's another kind of Atlantis sort of situation where our you know humans technically originated. Um, so. Uh, we asked our listeners to write in questions, and they did. So we're going to ask those. But before we do, first of all, let us uh, pull up our Patreons, which I'm doing right now. And while we do that, let's just uh, announce that our retreat that's happening April 12th to April 14th, our Chrysalis Retreat, Transformational Retreat, um, we officially have one ticket left. Woo! One. One so, ticket as of today, Friday. As so today. as of Monday, might be sold out. Yep. So if you're thinking about it, and I know that some of you are because some of you have mentioned to me, I'm ca- I was kind of thinking about it, but if you're thinking about it, this is your uh, this is your sign. Just jump on it. Just do it. Just take the leap. Just come with us. Because let me tell you something. I mean, our it is serious when she says, "Let me tell yeah, you." Let something. me tell you. Something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> all right, listeners. Um, the last retreat was like the most amazing group of people we ever could have asked for. But yep. this retreat, I can already feel the energy is like next level. Like, like the people that are. It's kind of a mix of old people, like of the first group of people, <laughs> with some new people, and it feels like a very exciting mix of energy. And I am personally so pumped. Like, I feel like. This is going to be – I don't know. I just feel like something really awesome. It's going to just be – I don't know. I just feel really excited about it. So I would say jump in on this if you're thinking about it or on the edge. But um, okay. I agree. I concur. I concur. <laughs> All right. So thank you to our Patreons, Whitney Kanaka, Tiffany Polito, Tammy Lip, Sheena Bone, Renee Hart, Mimi Abneter, Melanie Larson, Marlena Brazil, Mariah Atkinson, Mandy Ford, Lisa Perez, Kim Bartelt, Kasha, Jamie Witch, Jamie McMahon, Jamie Edwards, Heather Keeper, Dana McFadden, Cheyenne Carroll, Charm City Foster Mama on Instagram, Kara Miranda, and Adonica Haskell. You guys are awesome. Yeah. A couple of people I've never heard of. I like yeah, it. We're getting um, more. I wanted to say really quick that the people that we continuously hear from on Patreon, we are so appreciative of you. Mm-hmm. And I want to meet you. Actually, Alexa and I were literally just talking about this before we recorded. We want to meet you guys in real life. Yeah. So if some of you are thinking about coming to the retreat, please sign up because there is only one ticket left. If you want us to do something, you know, a retreat where you are, email us in and let us know, hey, this is where I'm located. Let's try to make this happen. Because it takes a lot of planning to do a retreat. And especially um, for us to go somewhere other than the East Coast, it takes even more planning and preparation. So the further out we have, the better. But we want to meet you in real life. So email us, let us know where you are. And if you'd be able to... uh, accommodate that. Yep. And also, Ambie and I have been talking the past few days with like this wave of exciting energy and um, just talking about how, you know, we want to travel as much as possible. We want to just keep planning and planning and planning more events, more retreats, just more experiences, more really fun, cool experiences. And we've had some cool ideas, like different sorts of ideas coming through recently. Um, So, you know, 
yeah, like she said, if you feel like there's kind of like a group in your area or there's like a good demographic of people who would be interested in this, definitely let us know. We're we're kind of working on something with Austin, Texas right now. A lot of you guys actually wrote in, so thank you for doing that to let us know. Yeah, Austin. Um and yeah, we're just really, really excited to keep like kind of like hitting the road and get out there uh, if we can make it happen. So thank you guys. And also, if you you I think by now you should have got uh, most of you should have gotten your um, little tiny gifts that we sent out. So let us know if you got them. And uh, if you are a Patreon and you're listening and you're like, what? Um, we asked. <laughs> a few times if you are a Patreon to send us your address. And I know that some of you still haven't sent them. So send us your address, email them, or send them via Patreon, and uh, we will we will get your little gift out to you. Um, okay. Is that all housekeeping? Mm-hmm. Ambie, do you have any do you have any spots left for your um your uh your live reading event or live you- reading event? Um I've had some people message me that say they're gonna come. Um so I don't know, I guess. Uh, there are only 15 spots available. I genuinely don't know who's coming and who's not coming because <laughs> there are no tickets. It's a no-charge event. So this will be the only no-charge event I do because I've realized how unorganized and chaotic it is and I can't handle it, actually. And the only reason it is no-charge was because I moved the date up so quickly that... Um, I felt like it wasn't fair to charge people um, in such short notice. It was like four days, so five days. So anyway, if you are in the Virginia Beach area and you would like to get a group reading, there's I have 10 people that say they're going to come. So out of those 10 people, eight will show up, right? That's just how it works. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's still spaces available and you should come. Know that we're going to record it, uh, not live, but we're going to record it and take pictures and so get pretty and all dolled up. I'm so excited. Like I'm honestly so – like I want to be there so bad. This is when teleportation could come in handy, John. So, <laughs> yeah, someone and, and was like, is Andy- Alexa going to be there? And I was like, no, she has an event the next day. Yeah. And they were like, oh, I wanted to meet her. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry. I'm not good enough. <laughs> well, maybe. Goodness. Oh, my God. Wouldn't it be funny if I could beam in? If you're like, and I'm summoning a very special guest. And then a TV is wheeled out. And it's like you put your hands <laughs> on your temples and you go, hum. And then all of a sudden the TV <laughs> blinks on. And I'm like, it worked. <laughs> Successful. Hi, everyone. <laughs> um, so, um what was I going to say? Um, oh, I'm just – I'm so jealous. And also, Ambie, speaking of that, you need to start reading that Einstein book that John told you or whatever. I've already read it. Oh. Oh, well, excuse me. Okay. It was for fifth graders. So it was like 20 pages. Great. Um Cool. So one step closer to teleportation. Actually, one of our listeners in our com- – oh, this is the other one thing I want to mention. Wow. We are on one today. Um, it's a good our- one. When we get hyper, it's like <laughs> – Literally, like all I've had, I just drank my cup of coffee as fast as possible, and now it's like, bing. Um, so <laughs> me too, <laughs> me too. Um, so oh, we were doing our on our in our last conversation with John, which is strictly for our Patreons. It's a private Facebook group that you enter into once you become one of our Patreons, and you get to uh, Ambie does a live stream, and I'm on the live stream too, and she channels John, gets into state, and then I help read everyone's questions. Um basically within this time frame of an hour um, so that people get to talk to John, kind of like Abraham style kind of. And um, and anyway, in the last conversation with John, 
one of our listeners' questions, which like blew my mind was, did I really teleport that one time? And John said, yeah, you did. And then he said, tell them how you did it. And I'm just like, what? And so everyone's like, how did you do it? How did you do it? And she said, I picked – I was on one side of the room. I picked my foot up. I put it down. And then I was on the other side of the room. And – that, that is amazing. It still doesn't really explain how you did it, but um <laughs> she probably is not aware fully of like how she did it. You know no, what I mean? Cuz I wouldn't be fully aware. I'd be like I don't know what happened. I know, but I just was bl- it blew my mind cuz like someone that we know has freaking teleported and confirmed and that's just freaking cool. So I know. It um, is cool. Really excited about that. By the way, our next conversation with John uh is going to be on February Monday. This coming Monday, February, I think it's 11th, I believe. Um, So uh, if you want to get in on that, click in the show notes. There is our Patreon link and you can just find the tier um, and you will be able to uh, be added to the private Facebook group once you sign up for Patreon. So, okay. I think that's that. Um, Ambie, anything else before we, we connect with our man? There's probably something else, but you know. You know, I can't think okay. of anything right now, but I probably will later. Okay. So it's good. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So let us know when when he arrives. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's what's <laughs> happening. Today. Oh, yeah. That's me. Okay. That's me. I'm on. Okay. Let's see. I'm just dancing. I'm glad we don't do video yet. Yet. It's coming soon. Okay. Okay, I feel like it's important to tell that I oh, I've got goosies all over. That's fun. I feel like it's important to tell that I was going to look up things about listeria. Is that how you say it? No, Lemuria. Lemuria. What is listeria? <laughs> I think that's actually like the thing that you put in your it's like um it's actually a disease, I think, like a mouth disease. Oh, that's a tough day. Um anyway, I was gonna look up Items. I'm glad I didn't Google it then um, about Lemuria, but I ran out of time and I just – it slipped my mind. So I actually don't even know the name. So <laughs> just wanted to throw that out there as like validity. Literally, like, I just looked up Listeria. It says it's a serious infection with like germs and like bad food and stuff. Oh, my God. It's really funny. Well, okay. that's scary. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Let's see here. Ooh, okay. He's always got his staff with him. Oh, I like it. So he's here? <laughs> he's here. Okay. Hi, Thoth. What's up? I don't know what you want him to say to that. He's just oh. looking at me oh, at this okay. point. He's like, okay. ask me questions. Okay, cool. <laughs> he's so, like, let's get this show on the yeah, road. Yeah, I'm got it, got time it. Okay. Here. Sorry. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm no, kidding. I will. I, okay. <laughs> so I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask a question that's actually not related to Lemuria first, but it is related to, I think, everyone listening, and I feel like Thoth can weigh in on this. So, Thoth, what's happening with everyone's ear right now? Ears. There's a lot of, like, ringing, vibrating, tinnitus. Um, Even my partner – I didn't even tell you this, Ambie, but even my partner the other night, he suddenly sits up and he goes, what's that? And I'm like, what? He goes, you don't hear that? I'm like, no. He's like, it's like the most high-pitched sound ever. You don't hear that? I'm like, no. And he was like, Oh my god, it's still going. Like it's just like the high he and I was just laughing because I'm like, oh, I know what's going on with you. But 
Yeah, my kids get it sometimes too. Um, so he's saying uh, elevating, moving up. He's doing the motion of like up leveling, elevating, moving up with his arm, like bringing up. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, the like we are that? elevating. Yeah, yeah. As a species, woo, as a species. And why is that manifesting in the ear specifically? Because you have to hear it. You have to hear it. You have to hear it. So it's something that you can't ignore. Mm. Okay. And then it's like a tuning radio is what he said. Like a radio dial. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Yeah. feels very sensitive like to certain frequencies. Um, Are we going to be able to hear more like from spirit? Is that part of it? Not just hearing, feeling, touching – um, experiencing, allowing, <clears throat> excuse me, allowing all of those things, you'll feel more instead mm. of just, it, it's not just one sided. Don't look at it as just one way, like only hearing. All the senses. All the senses, yeah. And you're knowing is what he's pointing to his gut. So you're knowing as well. Mm. Okay. Can I ask a specific question about my ear? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I really need to know this. My ear specifically, it's been experiencing all those things, but also it's been like clogged. It actually is better today, but I'm just wondering, is this – is is it like an infection? Can I just use like hydrogen peroxide today? I really don't want to go to the doctor. Okay. So first, I feel like this is a very strange situation that's happening currently. Okay. Um, he's giving you medical advice. So oh. <laughs> I want to say, do you have a fever? No. Is what he's asking. No. Nope. Then it would, then what he says is as long as this is for everyone, as long as you don't have a fever, because that's a different situation because he's pointing to the head like when you check a child for their fever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so when you have a fever, that's different. If you don't have a fever, then that means you're not receiving the information that you should receive. So Mm. it's still there because you need to allow it to be there instead of fighting it. Okay. So it's it's symbolic of not hearing. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Sorry if this is like a very physical question, but I'm about to get on a plane in a few days and having like an ear – thing on a plane is like pretty painful so should so what if what are you what you is what you're saying just relax allow it don't freak out about it and then I will receive the information I need to hear and then it will clear up he said it he said it depends on your frequency <laughs> so yeah I think I feel like it should but what he's saying is is that it really depends on if you truly allow it because allowing and saying, okay, I'm going to relax and I'm going to allow, but then feeling like this is annoying, I can't handle this, are two different frequencies. On a side note, medically, I do like the hydrogen peroxide idea. Just yeah, I do too. Side note, okay? Okay, cool. I would try that. Okay, no I'm going to try that. We won't tell though. Okay, cool. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> um, all right, so – Let's move on to – now that we got that cleared up, let's move on Move on to Lemuria. So, <clears throat> okay, Nicolette – our listener Nicolette says, an old woman in oh, – no, no, actually, sorry, before we get there, can we just talk about what is Lemuria? 
What is Lemuria? That's a good question. Okay. So he's showing me Lemuria crumbling, but let me let me see if we can back up before that. Um, oh, that's interesting. Okay, so I see a lot of like goods and services being traded, which is interesting, like a point of of trade. It's like almost not a trade port, but it was big in trade. Does that make sense? Like mm-hmm. that's very interesting. What was uh, being traded? It feels like gold was being traded because there was an abundance of it or some kind of um, precious metals like that. Okay. Okay. And Go ahead. And Do you have a when, – When was this before Atlantis? In between which part? Hmm. So in between the – what he's saying is before Atlantis and after something that came obviously before Atlantis, but it was like poverty and um, it's a word that I've never heard of. So it's not something that I'm going to get, but it's, it feels like, um, was it Egypt? No. Was Egypt going on at the same time as Atlantis? Help me out here. I think when we talked to him last time, he explained to us that it was almost, yeah, it was kind of simultaneous. Okay. It was like Atlantis unfolded into Egypt. So this one's like right – I don't know if that's Egypt, but it feels like that, like desert. There's no – like there's no city. It's just kind of um, – there is a – I understand that Egypt was a city. I get what uh, – what I mean, it's like Atlantis was like an abundant city, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this was not like that. And Lemuria, is that what, how yeah, you say Lemuria. it? It's right in between those two, the timeline. Okay. BC. Interesting. Okay. Okay. And where was Lemuria? What? Because I heard that Lemuria, that the Hawaiian Islands. It was on the west. Don't tell me where it is. Oh, I'm so sorry. It was on the west. Okay. It feels like (laughs) he's doing it to a way that I understand it, and I'm not going to share with anybody how he's doing it. Why? But it's not the. I'm not going to share. Okay. But he's doing it on the west coast. Um. So it feels like it's not California. It's more west, which would be Hawaii, right? Yeah. Like west and south. West, west, west. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So are the Hawaiian Islands remnants of Lemuria? Some of them are, but not all of them are. What about Kauai? The big one. The big the one big is, is the remnants. Yeah. And actually, um, it's coming from the ocean up mm. is what he's showing me. So what does that mean? I mean, what it, what I feel like it means is that it was part of a larger island that has dissipated. Mm, okay. So – what about Kauai? Because I heard another channel talking about how Kauai is like where the Lemurians who survived like went. Is that true? So Lemuria's what he's saying is that is separate. It, Kauai is separate from Lemuria, mm-hmm. um, and then it feels like what he's what's happening is the survivors went to the island. It's almost yeah. like refugee situation. Yeah. Not that that was the original spot of Lemuria. Does that make sense? Yes. That's exactly okay. what I heard as okay. well. Okay. Cool. Interesting. Good. 
Great. Verified facts. Yep. Talking to them. <laughs> Jesus, um, what is my life? Go ahead. So, okay. So what was the purpose of Lemuria? Like what was going – you said trade. But like what was – why is Lemuria so special? Lemuria is so special because while everyone else was excluding – Right or allow it, or not allowing others to come in, Lemurians or Lemuria was all encompassing to everyone. It was welcoming to everyone. It allowed everyone to come in. It allowed everyone to see the what they had, um, even though at the time few people knew of its existence. When people came to the island, they were always welcome. Mm. And that is how what he's saying is that's how they still are today. That's how the Hawaiians are? No, the Lemurians. They're still Lemurians, apparently. Where are they? <laughs> He's like, I just told you, Kauai. Kauai, okay. <laughs> so are we going to meet Lemurians when we go to Hawaii? He said probably not. Oh. Because they're like very um, – they're not direct descendants of Lemuria, but they still are told the stories and they're – still told the the stories of their ancestry. Does that make sense? And I'm seeing an image of like a very older woman, like in her 90s. So. Mm. Well, that's really interesting because. So wait, so do these people know they're Lemurian? Like, do they say that they're Lemurian? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, that leads into the first listener question, which is interesting. Nicolette Smith says, an old woman in Hawaii told me. You Go can, ahead. <laughs> you can see Lemuria through a perfect triangle on a crystal. What does that mean? I guess that's her question, but. Hold on. Uh, what? Okay. No way. I don't understand what I'm saying because there's no way that's possible. What? Anything is possible. Well, I am freaking out. Um, so uh, have you seen Wonder Woman? Yeah, but like I fell asleep in some parts. <laughs> okay. We're going to have a talk about that later. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So in Wonder Woman, there's this scene where they have like the shield up and you look through it and it just looks like the ocean, right? And mm -hmm. then you like go into it and it's this whole other world. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. so what he's saying is that the through the triangle and the triangle is like really it's not very big but from what he's showing me you can see it but it almost looks like an optical illusion because then when you move the triangle it just looks like the island okay does that make sense yeah okay that is it oh wait that's all he's showing me i don't understand the question i think it, the question is is that true well there you go yeah so what you're saying is it's like because it's kind of like a diamond where like you, if you move the diamond in a certain light, you see it in one way. And then if you move it, it's like a kaleidoscope type of thing. You move it another way, you see that. So is are you saying – Or like with a rainbow when you see a crystal in the window and it makes the rainbow on the uh -huh, on the ground, uh -huh, right? Uh -huh. It's real. The rainbow is real. The light is reflecting or fragmenting in a way to make the rainbow. However, the rainbow is not coming from the sky. That's what he's saying. So however you want to interpret that because he kind of lost me on that one. Okay. So is he saying it's true 
it's looking through a perfect triangle and a crystal somehow uh, like allows you to see a glimpse yeah so it looks like the actual like island of Lemuria is that what yes yes but it almost it, it disbelief is what he keeps saying because it looks like an optical illusion okay and then when you move the item away from you and yeah. you start looking through it with your regular eyes yeah um you don't see it anymore okay interesting okay interesting. there are a lot of questions about lemurian crystals and i got to say i have i there was a guy in my camp i think i talked about this in atlanta who Atlant, in the atlantis episode who told in my burning man camp in the atlanta episode and i just spit out a bunch of gobbledygook okay <laughs> In the Atlantis episode, I'm pretty sure that I mentioned that at my Burning Man camp, there was this guy who was telling me that he was given this Lemurian crystal and he put it on his third eye and that he, the crystal mm-hmm. literally started teaching him and talking to him and showing him all these things. Um, I remember that. So there's a lot of questions about the crystals. So Heather Kiefer asks, she says, I have a small Lemurian crystal. How can I best learn from it? What, does, what kind of information does it hold? So he's showing me an image of having the crystal in your hand, not necessarily up to your third eye, mm-hmm. because it depends upon what you want to gain out of the crystal is what he's saying. So what you want to gain out of the crystal is where you're going to place it on your body. Ooh, that's the key. That's the key is what he's saying. He's mm-hmm. excited about that part. So for example, if you want your... Fertility, you put it by your, your uterus. Yep. Okay. So all of the all of those things, you're exactly right. So um, I don't know if that was the example you were saying. I'm sorry to cut you off, but that's no, what that's you exactly what I was. It. You, you're okay. psychic. You knew. Yeah. Weird. Okay. Um. Anyway, so it depends on the outcome that you want to have. But for this person in particular, you should put it in your hand. Okay, because you want to receive. Okay. So put it in your hand. So as far as what do they best teach? Yeah, what can she learn from it? Best learn from it. Yeah. Or what information does it hold? That's what she's asking. What information does it hold? (laughs) He's really funny today. Mm -hmm. Um, He's saying (laughs) he's saying unlimited power, and it's like a cartoon, like unlimited power, right? (laughs) Um. But I feel like what that means is it can unlock a lot of potential from within is what he's saying. So it unlocks your internal potential. Should because it's individual to each person. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Should should Aunt, this just came to me. Should Ambie and I get a Lemurian crystal when we're in Hawaii? Mm. <laughs> he says he says if you feel called to it, but don't mistake that you still hold the power. Mm. The crystal brings it out in you. Don't look to the crystal as power. You are the key to the power. The crystal brings it out. Well, how does the crystal bring it out? Like if you say that I have the power, but that the crystal can bring it out, then what you're saying essentially is that, but you need the crystal to bring it out. So I guess you're saying – I know you're saying we don't need the crystal, but it sounds like you're saying the crystal brings it out. I think what he's meaning – what I'm interpreting is 
don't use it as a crutch. Like, oh, I can only do these things if I have a crystal. Yeah, totally. Right? Okay. Right? Gotcha. So that way um, okay. of thinking. Okay. Well, Marissa uh, Bramwell kind of had a similar question because she has a Lemurian crystal and she, she said, building on that same question, how do I use it effectively? So is hers different? I think we just answered that. Um, it depends on what you want to have the outcome to be. But I feel like for that one, it should probably – he's saying – I don't know. He's saying baby. He's saying sacral area. So he's saying baby for he's Marissa? saying baby. Oh, shit. Did he hear that, Marissa? That's my writing partner right there. Okay. Uh, all righty then. Um, okay, Marissa. Well, there you go. I sure uh, – if you don't want a baby, you know, no, you should. No, uh... ba- she wants a baby. Oh, does she? Well, there you go. She's looking for the partner right now. So <laughs> maybe maybe the partner first, yeah. maybe over the chest, over the heart <laughs> instead of the uh, nice. sacral area. Just okay. throwing that out there. But he did say baby first. Interesting. Very interesting. No um, judgment. What comes first? <laughs> you get yours, girl. <laughs> um. Okay. Leah, our girl Leah, who hosts the retreat with us. I feel like we didn't mention that, but it's oh, the three Leah, of us. I love you so much. Yeah, Leah is the freaking best. And let's just take another moment to shout out Leah and her amazing design work because you guys, she has been creating – now she's been creating my logo. She's been recreating the Inner Bloom logo. She's – a couple of you have reached out for her to do design work for you guys and your businesses and she's just been killing it. So again, if you are interested and need some design work done, reach out to us and we'll connect you with her because she's incredible. She's amazing. And I want to say, Leah, that I was feeling this today. We're like the three amigos, okay? Ooh. Love you, girl. We're like the three amigos. I love it. It's great. Um Okay. So she wants to know, is there still a part of the Lemurian civilization living within Mount Shasta? Mm. He's saying, unfortunately, no, most of them have gone west. Okay. Um, Those were his words, unfortunately, no. And then he moved out west. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I'm not. I'm sorry. Excuse (laughs) me. Okay. Lisa Ray Simmons. It's so funny how each question literally is like it's it's so perfectly lined up because this Lisa says, where did the original Lemurians land after fleeing Lemuria and how and over how long a span of time did the island sink? Mm. So the first question we've already answered as far yeah. as <clears throat> they went to Kauai. Mm-hmm. Okay. is what he's saying went to Kauai of the survivors okay Mm -hmm. the sinking of the islands or the island yeah because he's correcting me it's one um, broke off and took he's showing me the number 300 so it took quite some time 300 days Mm, I, I feel it feels like years whoa Wait, so when you say survivors, like what happened? Was it a similar thing to Atlantis? It's a similar thing to Atlantis. It's like a lot of chaos and like, oh, like um, crumblings of like a lot of um, hierarchy is what he's saying. (laughs) We put you guys in charge again. Um, We're crumbling. Tough times. Um, But there was a lot of 
uh, crumblings and not in not in a physical way of like fire and oh my gosh we're sink like a sinking ship like with yeah. Atlantis okay yeah but um emotionally so so what he's saying is is their people are very emotional very intuitive people and when this happened when this hierarchy came down or when the hierarchy was established it perpetuated these domino effects of a crumbling of trust a crumbling of um accountability crumbling of uh, inclusion all of these things so a survivor aspect is moving to a different island to avoid what had actually it took a long time to happen okay right I and then he's showing me an image of like this is bananas he's showing me an image of the island actually crying wow yeah why but i know when we talked about this with atlantis you said that it was due to um you know just this like need for power and this like hierarchy like you mentioned and this like um imbalance and um you know like hatred and and fear and all that so is mm -hmm. that what what triggered this like what let me so know. what triggered the mis the mistrust is what triggered everything else mistrust of what of uh, well what he's saying is outsiders so you have to remember and i i hope somebody googles this or knows this so you have to remember that this was a place where a lot of outsiders were welcomed not a lot of outsiders were able to find it, but they were welcomed when they came, right? Okay. So with this, the outsiders that came with the demise of this island, um, there was a lot of gossip that started, mm. right? And gossip was the thing that actually led to the the demise of the island because it, it – mm, it started mistrust. It started people lying. It started the cheating. It started all of all of the things. Mm. Okay. And he said that's a lesson for everyone today. That's what I was about to ask. I keep having this question come up about how that relates to today because it feels like – well, here's another question I'll ask and it's kind of related to that. You know, I've been feeling intensely over the past week especially. It's like – Anything that is not in alignment is going to start breaking down like pretty quickly in terms of like anything that is not in alignment with like the highest vision of earth and the highest vision of ourselves and the high – like it's almost like it feels so unstable that it can't really hold very well. Um, and I feel like that goes along with all of these energies, these low energies of like like you're saying, like gossip and mistrust and – What he's saying is it goes along with the frequencies. The mm -hmm. frequencies that – it goes more along the lines of the ear ringing. Oh, okay. When, when we have a shift in the frequency or an, a level that we're, we're moving into as a species, then other things are no longer in alignment with us. They're no longer serving us. Mm -hmm. So it's time to leave. Um, I, I added the it's time to leave part, by the way. But the other thing that he is saying is that that's why people are sick now, mm. right? And My it's winter. My parents are both sick. Yep. It's winter, so it's easy to explain it away. But mm. if you feel into your body, if you feel into what's going on. So, for example, um, he's calling me out. <laughs> I was doing a bit of gossiping in mm. the aspect of not like, oh, my God, did you see what she was wearing? But like 
this mm-hmm. crazy situation happened with this person that oh, yeah 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 and I lost my voice ah right so that for me was a very big indication that this is no longer serving me and it's time to stop is that what my ear thing is about He's laughing. He said, no, your ear thing is a frequency. You're moving into a new vibration. No, my specific ear thing, because everyone's dealing with frequencies, but my ear is clogged. Like, it hurts. Like, I'm saying, like, Ambie lost her voice. Because you're not, yeah, because you're not hearing, because you're not listening. What am I not listening or hearing? Are you following your intuition? I mean, I think so. I don't. don't Are you following your gut feeling? But on what? He's, oh my goodness. (laughs) Such a good time today. Um, Okay, so following your intuition on, and this sounds bananas. Following your intuition on following your intuition. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Take I think that I get, in. I think you get I get that? it. Can I just – I think I get it because for like the past few weeks, I've felt kind of demotivated. Like today, I feel really motivated, but the past few weeks, I feel kind of demotivated. And every time I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't know whatever. And then I get this intuition. It's like, well, you could do this. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. And it's like, well, you could do this. I'm like, No. I don't really want to reach out to that person. And it's this feeling of hiding. Like I just want to kind of keep hiding. But I can feel that my intuition is like you need to like break out. Like you need to like reach out. You need to like start mm-hmm. these conversations and make this stuff happen. Right. Is that, is- it, it's something – it is like that because it, what it feels like is you're explaining it away. Well, like I don't want to do this because of X, Y, and Z. Exactly, or oh, yeah. I don't have time. Yep. So okay, yeah. I got you. I got you, Thoth. I got you. Thank you. <laughs> he was like your intuition for your intuition, and I was like, well, that's not clear. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I got you. Okay, appreciate it. Appreciate you. Um. Okay. So, okay. Interesting. Interesting. So let let's talk about the people of Lemuria real quick. So like, were they telepathic? Were they could they fly? Like, what what abilities did they have that we don't have now? Hmm. Unconditional love. You telling me I can't unconditionally love? <laughs> you don't know me. I can do it. I do it with my dog every day. Only you, Alexa, <laughs> would be talking shit to an Egyptian god. What's happening? It's my if favorite, I get struck it's by lightning, my I swear to, to God, I'm coming at you. This is literally my favorite thing to do. <laughs> you don't know me, though. You don't okay. know me. Okay. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> Except you do know me probably better than most Woo! people. So, most beings. we're gonna take it, take it down a notch. Yeah. <laughs> Thoth does not appreciate the joke. Oh my gosh, okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, he's just like not laughing, which no. is interesting. Okay. He does. Maybe he doesn't laugh. Does he? laugh? Maybe he doesn't laugh. I don't know. It feels like he's wearing a mask. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, he wears that. Um, yeah. That- so I can't. I don't know what his face looks like. Oh, it's okay. just a mask. Right? So he could be laughing. Abraham but. says that they never <laughs> laugh because they never are never surprised by anything. And that's I've what heard, makes people I've laugh. I've heard Abraham laugh. But anyway. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay. We're moving past this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what was the question? Uh, the people. What could they the do? What abilities that's- did they have? He said unconditional love. Is there anything else? 
No, but unconditional love on like a grand scale, right? Like, do you, what he's saying is, do you unconditionally love Trump? Got you. Like unconditionally loving each piece of the, of the, of the universe, even the, the quote unquote bad stuff, because you understand that it's playing a role. Yeah. A higher understanding. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting there. I'm getting closer. But yeah, some people still annoy one me. One of us. So. Is. That's good. <laughs> what did you say? I'm still human. It's a tough time. <laughs> um. Okay. So well, here's the question: Were Ambie and I in Lemuria? No. No. Were any of our listeners in Lemuria? Any of our listeners were in Lemuria. Many of them were. Oh, any okay. of them, but not us. Well, dang it. I just wanted. I just want us to be everywhere and at all times. Your parents were in Lemuria. That's oh, interesting. Shit, my parents were in Lemuria. Yeah, before um, they're saying before the soul group, before like uh, you guys were in the same soul group, which is really interesting. Didn't know that was a thing. Didn't know there was a before that or an at. Like I didn't think about it. But um, that diagram again, help me out. The What's Venn, it called? The Venn diagram. I- the Venn diagram, but I doubted myself. See that? So the Venn diagram, it shows like them, like uh, you're on the outside of it and them going in. And that's like before. Does that make sense? So two, yeah, it does make sense. Two questions. One, what were my parents doing in Lemuria? Mm. I... He keeps saying just living their lives. Okay. <laughs> I, I figured I that's what he would say. I guess, uh, like a big role in Lemuria. I think okay. they were just a part just of it. people. Okay. Yeah. My other question is how did we become part of the same soul group if this was before the, we were in the same soul group? It's a good question. I like that question. Um, there's always a before is what he says. That's very wise. I like that. There's always a before. So each soul needs to experience something different. And soul groups, the way that they work, what he is saying, because I've heard um, a different thing. So this actually goes against what I personally believe, but I'm going to just tell you what he's saying. So each soul and soul group can come in and go. Like um, I can hop in your soul group and then leave your soul group. Mm. Um, And things like that. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Because like – He's you saying. could reincarnate. You could incarnate together in the soul group, for example. But then you could be like, "Okay, I'm chilling for now, and I'm going to go do something else." And then is that right? It's whichever soul group is benefiting you to your high to your soul's highest purpose, mm-hmm. and and your highest purpose actually changes. Like once you've, depending on boredom, it changes. Depending um, on boredom, but he <laughs> he's saying that um, I'm looking at it too narrow-minded. I'm looking at it, me personally, I'm looking at it as a human where, oh, you're attached to me and now that's it. That's all we can do. And he's saying it's much more fluid and um, mobile than that. Well, yeah, because I remember in the Atlantis episode, you were telling me that like like me, like Jad, uh, Phil, like my partner and my mom are both in my soul group and you and me are in a soul group, but like, like my partner and you aren't in a soul group. Right. Right. So that would yeah. like, make sense. sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, that's that's interesting. Okay, cool. Um, okay. So Carrie 
Carrie A. Ma- Mary Mayweather says, okay, this, this, is hey, already, Carrie. this has already been answered, this first part, but I'm going to read it anyway. Where in the world currently are the last remains of where the Lemurian civilization actually existed? I also heard of the Lemurians using crystal technology to help encode the land and store important knowledge in sacred spots for us in the future. Is this true? And if so, where would these spots be able to be located? Okay, so the uh, sad times. The coding no longer works. Why not? The coding no longer works because uh, it's like the game of telephone. When you pass it down uh, through generation and generation and generation, it gets a little bit different, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and because it's so different now than the original, it it's no longer doing um, what it was intended to do. Which is why you see that the islands, the multiple islands are having actually, um, are having problems as far as their, um, vastness, as far as their, their, um, ability to self-maintain. Does that make sense? Do they need, I, I, I don't know a lot about the islands. I don't know if they need outside help, and I don't know really um, if they seek things outside. I'm sure they do, right? Mm. Like food and things like that. But I feel like once they were completely self-regulating, um, it was like a it was like a machine, right? Like it it just did its own thing, and it worked very well—a well-oiled machine. And now it's still a machine. It's still working. But it's like hiccuping or like uh, puttering. And does why? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Because, sorry, did you just explain why? I kind of Just blanked. because, well, just be. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I just kind of wasn't listening to those. No, like um, No, because, just because it's like you have so many people that are no longer um, true descendants. Mm-hmm. That are trying to do the same thing, but the codes changed a little bit. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that brings up another question because I feel like it's related, but maybe it's not. But I'm trusting my intuition, though. So um, <laughs> so what's up with the poles? And are they going to switch? Why are they moving so fast? Because when you were talking about like the codes and stuff and everything kind of not working very well, I was, I was seeing the um, – He's showing me a slingshot. Do you get that reference? So it's – you're saying – well, I, here's how I interpret that. It's like okay. we've asked. So there's such a big transformation that has to happen that it's like – like now we're in the – like it's slingshotting to – I don't know. It's going to happen really fast. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And then the other thing are um, a shock put. Is that what it is? And the – where they throw the ball in the air really fast. Shot what of the ball in the air? Really? They it's a an event in the Olympics, or it used to be anyway, where they spin around in a circle with um, a weighted ball, okay, and then they throw it in the air really fast because the momentum builds in a circle, and then right at the right point they release it and see how far they can throw it. Is the ball our Earth? Yes, the ball is our Earth. Oh, great. So when's that going <laughs> to happen and what's that going to be like? It's already happening is what he's saying. Is there going to be some like – so is this – is is it going to be dangerous? Like what's 
the deal. It's going to be dangerous for many people is what he's saying, but what he's saying is this isn't the first time that it's happened and this won't be the last time, right? So the earth is moving at a very, very fast rate into a different area to as a self it's a self-preservation technique. Okay. Okay. And so what's happening is some, some entities that are on the same page will stay and some entities will not. Okay. This is not like a doomsday thing. Okay. Everybody relax. We have like, it feels like we have fires, we have, earthquakes, all of these things that happen mm-hmm. are when we're moving into when we're being propelled into a different area, right? And so some people die in those things, which they, they're not in the right alignment and that's not a good or bad thing. It's just their time. Mm-hmm. And some people stay and that's not a good or bad thing either. It's just their time. Okay. Okay. Got it. Okay. So how long will this pole shift thing be going on? So we're going to feel the effects of it physically this whole year on and off. But it will actually be going because then it's going to slow down a bit and it'll actually be going on for decades. Interesting. Okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> okay, so the last listener that wrote in questions, um, and Carolyn Knight, she has four questions. So first question is, has anyone found any artifacts from Lemuria or are there any Lemurian survivors, descendants living today? If so, where? Okay, I know we've already answered part of that question, but what about the right. artifacts? Um, okay, let's see. That's the crystals. He's he's holding out his hand and he's like, that's the crystals. Oh, okay. Um, and then, but uh, what he's saying is she means like, um, like digging up like actually and stuff. Artery, yeah, yeah, things like that. Um, so essentially, what those things would look like that um, we're speaking about wouldn't look any different than anything else that that we have currently. So okay. it wouldn't be outside of the norm for someone to say like. Oh yeah, this you know this is a, a really old cup or something like that. It's it's we wouldn't even look at it. Okay, Got and it. that's the beauty behind Lemuria, is that you don't really even take a second look at it, unless you're either a Lemurian or you look at it through the triangle thing. Is what he's showing me. Got it. So it's hidden in plain sight. Exactly. Yeah. Mm, I like that. That's a good one. Like That's that. what my husband does to me. He hides cookies in like plain, plain sight, sight and then I don't see him. <laughs> He's smart. He um, is smart. Okay. Did Lemurians look similar to or different from humans today? How long did they live? So um, what he's showing me is what my perception of a Hawaiian person looks like. However, they're shorter. Mm. Uh, They're little. 
Uh, not like not like abnormally little. I would say maybe like like a tall person would be like five five to them. Okay. So okay. Four or something. Yeah, but not like we wouldn't. I don't think we would look at them and again hidden in plain sight. We wouldn't look at them and go like, "Whoa, that's not a human," yeah. right? That's just a short person. Yeah. Um, and I'm five feet, so I can say that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Okay. How long did they the live? Other part? How, How long, long did they live? Thank you. Um, it's interesting. So typically before the um, – before they were like uh, not integrated, right? But before they were um, – I don't know how to say this politically correct. Combining with humans, okay? Combining with other individuals, if you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, the people that were, the entities that were true Lemurians lived to be past 100. So we're talking like 300s time frame. Um, wow. Yeah, 300s-ish. And that's how their their legacy can get passed on. But it's no longer the case because there's no like pure descendant. I feel like there might be one, but that's it. Maybe she passed away very recently. But why were they able to live so long? Like what is it about being a pure Lemurian that makes you able to live for hundreds of years? It's the way that you treat your, your mind. It's the way that you treat your body. It's the way that you treat the land. It's the way that you treat each other. It's also and going into that goes into what you put in your body, what you allow in your energy field, both uh, both with actual like electronic like energy like frequencies, mm. and then also the energy that each entity is emitting. Mm. Yo, speaking of that, what can we do about like Wi-Fi and signals and stuff? Like we have to use technology. Like in like for what Ambi and I are doing, you have to use technology, but like. Like, apparently, it's so bad for us. Like, what can we do about that? <laughs> He's saying nothing because your mindset, it needs to shift first. Into what? Into the possibilities of other other ideas, the possibilities of other technologies happening. Right now, it's it's very, this is the way that it is, so there's no other way that it can be. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay. It doesn't make sense. It's okay. No, no. It, it, make, it makes sense. It's just like, right, it, you're saying it hasn't been developed yet. Yeah, it's not going to happen now, so. Oh, okay. So you're just going <laughs> to, so you're fucked. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Um, be offended. Okay. Um, okay, hold on. There's just two more questions. So- she also asks, um, what was daily life like in Lemuria? What could Lemurians do or what did they have that was different from us today? And I know you kind of already answered that one as well. But. Yeah. So uh, so we'll touch on the daily life aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, to many people, what he's saying is it would be very boring. Okay. Right? Because it was just um, – helping each other and moving into this and doing this and really working the best that they could for the community as a whole. 
Um, and there were like fun times, right? Um, but it was also, it wasn't anything grand like Atlantis, right? right? It was much, much simpler. Okay. Because that's the agreement that they had and that's what they wanted. Simple life. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Carolyn's last question is, and this is interesting, how was Lemuria governed? So self-regulating, like the, going back to the machine, a well-oiled machine. You know, everybody did what they were supposed to do and you just knew like this is what's, you know, this is what John's doing. I just said John because it was the first name that came to my head. Good times. Um, this is what John's doing and this is what Bill's doing. And this, and obviously those aren't their names, but mm-hmm. you get the idea of, of yeah. a self-regulating machine, just a self Mm-hmm. self-working entity um but the govern mm, when it became governed in the sense of you are the person in charge right because what he's saying is the gods were in charge for a very long time mm-hmm. right and that helped everybody kind of um oh, release the power or allow the power to be in someone else's hands, right? But many entities, and they're no different than than us, many entities, when they start to get a sense of power, they start to get a sense of you are um, controlling other individuals. That's when the demise comes down. So they allowed the outsiders to they really took in the gossip. Does that make sense? Yes. It doesn't, does it really? Well, well, the part where you're saying they allowed the outside, they allowed them to take in the gossip. Are you saying like it, they were, well, no, I guess I don't. So instead of, so instead of turning, turning to the gods, right. For Mm -hmm. looking, looking at the gods for, assistance or guidance or they they relied on other individuals okay interesting cool um and that was the demise is what he's saying he wants to be very clear about that when they look to other individuals instead of the gods right interesting and yeah and like that's kind of what's happening now right it's like we're looking to other people for answers and for how to be and how to live instead of to the divine mm-hmm. and that's yeah he just pulled up instagram he didn't pull up instagram but he said the word instagram okay oh my god so that's so accurate of yeah how we're looking at other individuals like comparison is like mm-hmm. huge right now like it's oh my god yeah. i hate i hate that feeling it's I, w- I have a question. Um, we're, we're done with our Lemuria questions, but I have a question again that just popped up that kind of relates. Um, one of our listeners the other day, we released an episode yesterday that we had recorded like two to three weeks ago. And she messaged me and she's pretty intuitive. And she sometimes she gets messages for me. And yesterday she messaged me and she goes, this is so random, but were you crying like today or – yeah, were you crying or something like that? And I was like, no, like the opposite because yesterday I was feeling so good. I was like, no, 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 like quite the opposite. She's like, oh, it's so weird because I was listening to your episode that you did that you released yesterday and I just saw tears and I felt like a lot of emotion. And I was like – and then I thought back and I was like, 
oh, you know what? I think when we recorded that, I was feeling very emotional and upset about something. And I was like, so me, and she's like, oh, maybe that's it. Like maybe I was picking up. And I was like, yeah, I, I wonder how that works. And I'm curious, since we're talking about Instagram and media and stuff, um, or since that came up, does is that what's happening? Like, can are we encoding the recording, for example, if when we recorded that, I was feeling really emotional. I wasn't talking about it, but I was feeling really emotional. Is that encoded in the recording? And then is our listener who is like intuitive able to pick that up? Is that what she's picking up? Hmm. So the this is a good question. He likes your question. And this is how they lived for such a long time. So it goes back to what you're putting in your body. Okay. Okay. Because it's not just like eating food. That's a huge part of it, but that's just one piece of it. So it goes into uh, when you watch a movie, it's not just the character that you're involved with that gets the emotion out of you. It's the emotion that was put into the movie. Mm. The intent. When you're recording something, it's not just the words that you're speaking. It's the intention that you have with the recording as well. Mm-hmm. when you and the most that he's saying the the largest way that people feel this is through eating animals mm. right or eating other living beings because it's the life that they had that you're taking on that energy mm-hmm. interesting okay wait and how does that relate back to Lemuria specifically because they were very particular about what they allowed in their energy field. Got it. Okay. So that is what happened. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. So that goes for anything, like anything we produce, anything, because this has been coming up a lot for me recently, like whether you're making clothing, whether you're making music, whether whatever it is, like what you, the energy that you are literally, you're literally creating, it's literally like you're giving birth to a baby What? because you're mm-hmm. always creating something. So it's like, what are you creating? And even if you think you're just doing something routine, like, oh, I'm recording this interview right now or like, oh, whatever. It's like your energy that goes, the energy that you bring to that is what's going to give birth to the product and it's going to be in that. And that's why I've gotten these, I've gotten this download recently that's like, why don't you act as if you're always about to have a baby? Because if you think like, how do I want this baby to be? Like, let's say you're really pregnant and you're like, how do I want this baby to grow up? How do I want this? What characteristics do I want in this baby? You have to become those characteristics because who, how you are is what you're producing, right? So it kind of, first of all, if you always think like that, like, how do I want my baby to be? First of all, Mm -hmm. you're always thinking of the highest, like, version. And then you have to act in accordance with that in order to produce that. And you can use that metaphor for anything you create because you're always kind of technically giving birth to a baby. It's just like, what are you giving birth to? Well, he agrees with you in a lot of ways, but he disagrees with you on something. Okay. Because the other thing that does is it adds stress to you. True. Because then you have to be at a certain level all the time. And that's not realistic. Right? Right. So what he's saying is being easy on yourself, relaxing, and allowing yourself to move through the emotions and going into each project or each position that you hold with the highest intent, but also allowing yourself to feel the, he's doing air quotes, negative feelings, Mm -hmm. then 
that will be a good that will be the closest that you can come on this planet to what you're what you want to experience okay cool that's cool um okay well that's it uh Thoth, is there anything just the final question is is there anything about lemuria that we haven't asked that you think we would be interested to know No, he said um, that he's given you all of the information. Cool. Okay. Well, thank you. That was very helpful on many levels. Hmm. He's nice. That's all. He's he he said thank. Well, he signified thank you, and then that's it. Aw. Yeah. He's he's um. He's very direct. I like that. Like he's just very just like he just matter of fact. Yeah. Here it is. Here it is. Yeah. That was cool. I like that. You know what I had an idea for, though, while we were talking about that, when he was talking about soul groups? We should do another episode with him about soul groups and about the in-between stage, like that that book that Brandon's reading from um, on Positive Heads called Journey of Souls, where it's all about what's happening in the – technically in like the afterlife, but meaning like what's happening in between lives, like what's happening mm-hmm. there and how like – like I think that would be a cool episode to do with him. Mm. I think we should ask John too. We should oh, get both okay. perspectives. Could yo? Could could? <laughs> it's just an idea. Could we have like could both come and John come? I don't know, dude. I don't know how this all works. <laughs> Can you conference call them? Can I conference call them? Excuse me. <laughs> get gentlemen. on the party line. Um, I would really enjoy if I could speak to both of you yeah. at the same time. Can we have a group chat? <laughs> yeah. Can we Facetime? Yeah. Is that cool? Yeah. That's really funny. Um, that was cool. What do you think? I liked it. Dope. Great. I'm going to have to go back and re-listen. Yeah. A it's a little in- bit different for me. A little different experience for me because I'm trying to like pick up what he's saying. And I – so a lot of the times I've had a lot of people ask me this question recently of, well, when I see things or when I hear things or whatever, when I get intuitive hits, it doesn't make sense to me. And – it's not supposed to make sense to you right away because if it's if it's for someone else, it's for someone else, right? Mm. So that's why I always say, does that make sense to you? Do you understand that? I'm not saying like I saw a rainbow. Does that make sense? Like I know what a rainbow is. Like I get it. We're on the same page. But I have no connection to a rainbow. I have no emotional tie to that item that I'm seeing. So do you have an emotional tie to it is what I'm saying. But my mouth works faster than my brain. So what comes out is, does that make sense? So so just so you know, that's um, so everybody knows when you get these intuitive hits, if it's for someone else, it's not supposed to make sense for you. Right. Got it. Got it. I like it. it. I like these behind-the-scenes tips. <laughs> <laughs> these are going in your book. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Well, thanks, Ambie, for connecting. That was super, super cool. Um, and what did I want to say? Uh, oh, I don't remember, but it's okay. Um, yeah. yeah, let us, let us know what you guys thought of this. Let us know what you guys think of – the idea of doing like an in-between lives type of thing with John or Thoth or whoever is appropriate, that would be kind of fun. Um, and what else? Um, I've been getting – someone wants to try to interview Mr. Rogers and I think that would oh, be – yeah. 
What are your thoughts on that? I like that. That would be really cool. I I was a Mr. Rogers freak when I was little, so very into it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, let's do that. What? (laughs) Good. What? (laughs) Good. I've never referred. I've never heard someone refer to themselves as a Mr. Rogers freak. That's so funny. That's like a that's like a screen name or something, Mr. Rogers yeah. Freak. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like you're gonna be on a watch list. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Which by the way by, by the way, that reminds me. Um yesterday I was doing an interview for Positive Head with this really awesome girl who has a Starseed clothing company. It's called Starseed and it's all and she's so cool. Like she's I don't know. I feel like we're gonna maybe she'll come on our show or something too. But anyway, um she kept talking about Abraham Hicks and I was like, oh, I'm an Abraham freak. And she goes, oh, well, since you're an Abraham freak, let me um, – did you know that Abraham's like coming through another channel right now and it's like a whole nother level of Abraham? And I'm like, what? And so she sends me this this YouTube channel and it's like this other person is channeling Abraham but now they're referring to – anyway, but it's like the next level of Abraham. It's like if you feel like kind of like you got it, like you really got it, it's like next yeah. level. That being said – Yeah, go ahead. What you, what'd you say? I was going to say that makes sense because it's like the channel themselves, like the, the conduit, right? Yeah. Did I use that correctly? Um, they only have so much information. Right. And they have their own views and opinions and things like that. And those views and opinions kind of get in the way of the message sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it shows you just how much like I started listening and it really shows you just how much um, each individual has their own way of expressing the information. Like it really depends who it's coming through because, you know, you associate Abraham with Esther. And like you said, the the language that she uses, that's in her vocabulary. That's like from where – and I think that's part of why people are so soothed by Esther because she has such a special personality and vocabulary and kind of demeanor about her. Mm-hmm. So it's like it comes through and it and it just feels nurturing, like a sweet grandmother type of thing. But then mm-hmm. this channel is kind of more like – they actually start calling themselves Abra-Om. Abra-Om. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I don't know. Cool. Anyway, her name's Jessica on on YouTube. It's Abe Delmar. If you want to look it up, her name's Jessica Delmar, but it's like Abe Delmar. Um, hmm. And I feel like I know that name, but I don't know where from. Like Jessica Delmar, it sounds so familiar. Yeah, it does sound familiar. Yeah. Um. Uh. But also, uh, let us know what you think of Ambie's mic because we got finally got a new mic, and now we Woo-hoo. both have the same mic, and we sound the same. And I'm really excited about it, you guys. Um. Okay. That's it. If you want a private reading with Ambi or an EFT session with me, email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com. Um, and we love you. See you at the retreat. Yep. See you at the retreat. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.